Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carissa, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass. And I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content. And we hope you enjoy the show. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. And I'm Karista. Thanks for being here with us today. So we were just um, chatting about, man, there's a lot I feel like we should talk about today, but like we were just chatting about uh, Karista doing some automatic writing during her meditation or relaxation this morning. The quiet morning time. Quiet morning time. Um, what's that? <laughs> I know, what's that? Uh, it's and... a weekend treat. <laughs> <laughs> Tweets. Um, and she was also doing a card pull, and she was kind of um, reading through some of the cards that she had pulled from her deck. And it was really beautiful the way you were going through it. And watching you like kind of just not read from a book or anything, just like straight up just using the imagery on the cards to like relay whatever messages you're receiving. And then my guides, who are super chatty this morning (laughs) and talking not in unison, which is interesting because normally they talk in unison. So like I, I can discern who it is I'm conversating with usually because of the tone and how it feels, right? So... I could tell, and this is this is something that I I, I can't wait for. At some point, we're gonna we're gonna put this all in in documentation and and videos and use that as courses for people to like roll through. But upon my discovery of the abilities and upon you know learning and practicing and you know taking some time, but I can feel this difference in the in the in who's communicating with me. Uh, it is really all a single collective as that's how they've explained it to me, but they have their own experiences, which has made them more, their energy is a little different, right? Mm-hmm. So for instance, when we were chatting this earlier, it's almost as if I can't audibly hear it. I mean, I probably could if I tried, but like, I, I don't audibly hear it in my experience. It's almost as if someone's talking in my left ear. So the thoughts feel like they're coming from the left side of my face. And that's usually where I pick up my information. But this morning, it it was kind of like one guide who feels a certain way is talking on this side, while the other one wants to kind of keep interjecting into the other other person's conversation. (laughs) So instead, it was just like a little whisper, but like on this side. 
So like on my on right, right side. side. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was a little interesting and that's not something I normally experience, but it was kind of cool because I was kind of like, whoa, okay. <laughs> that's that's weird. Um and so there was this this theme that had to do with using discernment when having these types of communications. So to explain a little bit more, um, I was doing just some receiving prior to us meeting this morning. And after sharing the information with you, you asked me, well, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. And that's where I was like, mm, ah. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, well, where did you feel it in your body? And I'm like, I mean, I don't know. And then I realized that I'm just sitting here like looking for some discomfort, you know, very, very much in that uh, this physical medicine style, hell, where do you feel the pain? And that's not always, you know, what we're supposed to be looking for. Well, that's not what necessarily what we're looking for when we're talking with our guides, because our guides don't want to make us feel uncomfortable. That's why that we have, you know, we have to give them permission to, uh, for us to receive information from them so that they know that we're in a place to receive and they're not just casting their pearls among swine, so to speak, like not to say we're swine, but you know, that's just the saying. Um, but you know, I almost like questioned my answer of, well, I just felt peace and calm. (laughs) Yeah. I think the, the, the conversation was kind of about, or the context behind the conversation was a sense of, I'm looking when I, when I say, how did that, how did that feel? Like, where did you feel that in your body? It was uh, a normal reaction to think, well, where do I look for the discomfort in my body, mm-hmm. right? And and I think that we've gone so long without recognizing that our energy does flow and you can identify where that is and you can even identify where the blockages are. But we've gone so long numbing ourselves to that experience because we just didn't, we just weren't taught at the at a young age or growing up or anything of that nature, like that this is something you can set a focus and intention on and learn how to work within your own structure. I feel like we've been numbed to the idea of experiencing what is good because we are so focused on what is bad or what is not right that we forget to uh, showcase what is in balance or Mm -hmm. appreciate and give space to what is in balance and what feels good and right. So there was this communication that was kind of like, how can we identify where the energy is in our bodies or where is it focused when communicating with our guides, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me, whenever I'm speaking with my highest self and I'm having that conversation basically with the all badass me, I get this tingling sensation mm-hmm. just on the left side 
of the mm. top of my head. Um, it almost feels like when you walk into a spider web, right? Mm. It's probably <laughs> a bad way to explain that because that's <laughs> uncomfortable. But like that, I'm talking about that like really light touch, yeah. right? That really light sensation. That's where I feel it now. And mm. so I acknowledge that the not only the feeling that I'm getting, which is usually like it feels like me, but just way wiser. <laughs> and but I also notice the tingling. So that helps me identify and allows me to work with my discernment to understand who it is mm. that I'm communicating with, right? Mm. So I just feel like I, I need to share this little piece of connecting with our body, um, a practice that we can do outside of just focusing on the goal of reconnecting with our spiritual self. So if it's like, you know, you got to learn to walk or crawl before you walk kind of thing. So uh, one thing that I like to share with people is actually taking time to sit quietly with yourself. Hopefully you have that ability to create that space, even if it's just for, you know, 30 seconds in the bathroom, um, just connecting with your body and even taking a moment to go as far as verbally asking, Hey body, what's going on with you in this moment? Are you feeling discomfort anywhere in your body that I can address and do something to support and bring you back into balance? And nine times out of 10, when you start this practice, your ego, your, your conscious mind is going to, uh, speak out very loud or your subconscious mind will speak out very loudly and say, Oh no, no, I'm fine. Just keep going. Just keep, you know, keep doing the things. Our ego is going to be a lot louder than our body. So we actually need to ask our ego to take a step back and say, Hey, hold on. Thank you for your feedback. I appreciate you. I just want to connect with my body. I want to give my body an opportunity to respond. And that's why it's important to sit in silence for a moment without any distractions from like the TV, your notifications, the people around you, because our bodies are going to respond a lot more quietly, like a whisper. And that's because we, we would like to avoid our body having to yell at us. That is when something is wrong, when something is truly out of balance. So we would like to connect with our body before it gets to the yelling point. So when we sit and we ask our body, hey, is there anything that I can do to support you in this moment? We may get information as simple as I need a drink of water. I need to stretch my left arm. I need to go rest my eyes for five minutes. I need some silence. And when we receive that information, the best thing that we can do is honor it. Give it what it needs. Give it those five minutes of silence. Give it that glass of water. Stretch that left arm. And then we can usually water. (laughs) Then we can continue to move on through our day. But practicing that connection with our body and that just uh, being open to receiving quieter information that is outside of our ego will help us in this practice with connecting with our guides as well. Ego is a, a, a finicky one. Ego is definitely there to, and, and again, we're just using language that 
we know. <laughs> so ego really is there to help protect you because mm -hmm. that's what it thought it's meant to do for this long of a period of time. But yeah. ego is our survival mind, our survival mm -hmm. voice. So we have this like, the the way we were raised, the way, you know, we learned was to always be kind of in this survival mode, right? And and because of that, we focus mo most of our thoughts and efforts towards the egoic side. And I'm not saying ego in the sense of like, you know, self, you're a, what is it? What is, what am I thinking? Like conceited or, you know, whatever. Narcissistic or. Yeah. But just in the defense, right? Mm -hmm. That defense portion of it that usually related to fight or flight, right? But it can be, I mean, it could be helpful. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like both ways is, before crossing the road, you know, kind of helpful. Yeah. Um, but it's an important aspect of self. We're not saying it's wrong or it's bad or anything like that. There's right. just, it's recognizing that there's different aspects of ourselves and that sometimes some are a little bit more in your face than others. <laughs> <laughs> so with ego, um, this is where things like affirmations help the mm -hmm. ego because you can try to, I mean, it's really a kind of think of it as like a consciousness for your body, right? Versus the spirit consciousness. And you can help to reframe or retrain the egoic self, right? Um, and have that be the when needed <laughs> type consciousness versus the constantly operating off of type consciousness. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I like to do when I go into, when I try to meditate or sit alone and I start hearing a lot of these egoic thoughts um, or ego-based thoughts is I also like to say, hey, ego or hey, self, you're in a safe place. There's nothing to be afraid of right now. You do not need to be in defense mode. Calm down. Step out of the way for just a second. So I can receive the things that are meant for me right now. And that helps usually for me. That's, you know, that's just the thing I practice to do. And that helps me. Mm -hmm. um, yes. That's something I do as well. Yeah. Saying thank you ego for being present, but it's okay for you to relax in this moment and step aside because we are safe and you are secure. And now it's time to receive information outside of ego. There is another thing I have I have to bring this up. Now, when this when this airs, it will be um December 22nd of 2021. At the present moment, we are recording on December 12th <laughs> of 2021. Um, some some numerology, some some numbers in there. We, we The very like. first card from your deck this morning was the number 12 card. Mm -hmm. So I kept hearing this thought of twos, angels, because I keep seeing angels. Now, granted, it is almost Christmas time. So even walking around, it's just like in my face, like constantly. Mm -hmm. But even two of the cards that you were showing me, and if, and if for those of you watching on YouTube, do you still have those cards up? Yeah, yeah. Will you show I do. Uh, the camera the two cards with the angels on it. So first off, the the first one that I pulled was it's called the Temple Path. It is number twelve, 
uh, of the cards on my deck. And this is the Energy Oracle card deck by Sandra Ann Taylor. And what the temple path represents is our soul's journey. Uh, In the card, there's lights around. Those are our guides guiding us in moving forward and outward in our journey. Uh, What I received was as we move through our journey, there will be points where we will stumble and that is okay. Those are lessons to be learned so that we can actually have the growth of our soul that we were meant to have in this life. But our guides are never far from us. They're always around. They're always shining their lights. It's just sometimes we forget to open our eyes and see the light that they are providing us. So being open to receiving that guidance. Nice. And I was definitely hyper-focused on the swirl in the cards it's like a, mm. what do you call those? Uh, we know the how garden. like some, yeah, the gardens, so like that you can see those where the the path swirls towards the center. Mm-hmm. And I was really focused on that because I just kind of kept hearing like portal, 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 mm-hmm. um, which I believe December 12th, and this might be an astrology thing, which, you know, I'm not that great at that. But like, I believe that December 12th is supposed to have some form of enhanced... S- So from the stars, right, the planets are in alignment with each other. They're they're supposed to be, I don't know if it's all of the planets or just, you know, the ones through like Jupiter, Saturn that we can actually see that are all in alignment tonight. That's cool. uh, December 12th. So that's tonight. Yes. Oh, snap. Yeah. Yeah. My parents are going out to, to view the, the stars and. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's Super so cute. cool. Well, this but, is perfect timing because I bought one of those little like fire pits that you put on top of your um, table. Yeah. Well, funny story about this. We'll just sidebar for a second. But there was um, what we didn't realize is that in teeny tiny letters on the side of the box, it says it's meant for one of the tables that has an umbrella hole in it. So you connect the propane through the hole. I didn't know that. I thought it was, I could just simply set it on top of the table and light it. Right. So like, (laughs) so I'm like, well now do we drill a hole in our table? Do we go? Anyway, besides the point, um, the goal of that was to be outdoors tonight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I believe there's also supposed to be a meteor shower happening around like four in the morning. Mm. And next weekend is a full moon. So the 18th, Um, but the day before this airs will be the last day of fall. It'll be the winter solstice. So December 21st. So the shortest day of the year. Oh, you asked, um, about the angels on cards. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I got them out of order. So I'm going to show you all of them. So we had that temple path, that soul growth, always knowing that our angels, our guides are always around us, that we are always connected to source. And even though we stumble and, you know, may fall at times, that is for our greatest and highest good. There is no accidents. There is no coincidences. It is synchronicities. It is meant for our uh, soul growth. And as we grow, 
and connect greater with source, we will experience more abundance in our life. And this isn't just financial abundance, right? Because I, I constantly think about this financially. I'm like, oh, it would be so much easier abundance if I had more money. money. Right. No, this is <laughs> abundance in, in life, in being able to experience life, in being able to appreciate the love and the growth that is coming from these experiences within this life. There is so much more to this experience that we can't even fathom because we're so limited in our senses that we can't even perceive the amount of growth that is going on within us and outside of us at every moment of every day. So we are blossoming in abundance as we move forward in our soul's growth. We are connecting greater with source. We are connecting greater with ourselves, which means we are connecting greater with everything around us. In this greater connection, we are going to experience greater love. Now, this card, it says door to romance, but I don't feel like this has the limited ideals of just a romantic partner. This is romance with our soul. This is intimacy with ourselves. We are creating greater connections and understanding, knowing ourselves on a deeper level. And this will extend outside of us because the more we know ourselves, the more we recognize that we are part of a collective consciousness. And this collective consciousness is present in every single person and every single thing, even if it's a tree, a table, a house, a you know cloud in the sky, we are connected to all of it. Everything that is life is coursing through all that we can see and all that we don't see. And so we are creating a greater connection with this love that is within us, for us, and for everything around us. Then we are moving on to our angels because with this love, we are strengthening our connection. We are strengthening our connection with source, like I said, with ourselves, with everything around us. It is not uh, something to be feared, but actually to be reveled in. We are celebrating what that that something that was thought of as weak. You know, we, we, we were taught that to love is to be weak. And this is actually not true. This is strength. We strengthen each other. We strengthen ourselves. We strengthen this life through love. And so the more that we go through the soul growth, the more that we connect with everything around us and everything within us, the more that we are intimate with ourselves and that self-worth and that self-acceptance and that self-love, the stronger we become. And not in a sense of physical strength, but this mental, spiritual, knowing that we are greater than what this limited aspect of ourselves looks like. And by moving into that love, that strength, that connection with source, we are opening up again more to our spiritual aspect of ourselves. Again, we are limited by this this, uh, understanding of this limited physical self, this representation of self, but we are so much more. We We are a spirit having a physical experience. It is not limited to a physical person having a spiritual experience. We are so much greater than that. And so when we open up, when we connect with love, when we recognize that love is strength, we are opening up our, our, you know, crown chakra. We're elevating our existence. We're, you know, reaching this higher vibrational state where we are not limited by these lower 3D emotions and feelings and limited beliefs and patterns of, you know, negative thinking. We are breaking free of what we perceive as limiting us in this physical existence. So again, 
This is all encouragement to continue down that soul path. We know it's tough. It's not meant all to be joyful because we must experience those lower dimensional, those lower uh, experiences to truly appreciate everything that is elevated above us, everything that is connected through these higher vibrational experiences. You are limitless. You are infinite. You are connected with source. Let that love expand beyond the fear. Allow it to heal and allow it to be experienced, not just within you, but outside of you. That's Thank you for my TED talk. (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) (laughs) So this is like one of those, um, okay. Let's play with this, right? So you want to ask where I felt it? Where did you feel it? Thank you. I don't want to ask that. Where did you feel it? So there, it it just felt like I was opening my mouth and not really thinking of words, right? It was just this, this word vomit of stuff that was coming through me. I wasn't really thinking about it. There was this even keeled, like just, I don't want to say calm. It was slightly elevated above calm. Mm -hmm. There was an excitement, this urgency. Would you say a raise in your energy? Yes. I I don't think I normally talk that fast. No, Um, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what it feels like when I start channeling, Carrie. So and I almost had to zone out, like, mm -hmm. and not not like focus my eyeballs on things, my vision. And you know, okay. You know, those pictures where it's like those 3d images where you have to like, kind of like get close and then like zoom (laughs) out and you go like cross eyed to actually be able to see. Yeah. Like that's almost what it felt like. I had to like zone out and allow other senses to take over that weren't, I can't explain it. It's your ego stepping out of the way and allowing a stream of consciousness to come through, whether that consciousness is from your higher self, from your guides that are assisting you, from just you and your teachings and your learnings also connected to your higher self. It's Mm -hmm. just allowing, that's the thing that took the most practice, learning how to do this, was the present ego Shira stepping the F out of the way for a second to allow that to come through. And then once you connect with that, because you're kind of like, it's almost like you you put yourself in an energetic state where you just slightly meet it halfway, right? That's mm-hmm. the best way I know how to explain that. But, mm-hmm. but once you do connect to that, sometimes the energy is so high, that it's so much higher in a good way that you speak like that, where mm-hmm. it comes through really fast. Mm-hmm. And some people call that download. Some people perceive it as downloads. Some people feel it as a channel. Um, some people, and I've even done this, step completely out of the way. This consciousness of this experience moves out of the way completely. So I just got pulled back to my earlier information that I was journaling about prior to this session about judgment and releasing judgments and how that relates to this because 
when we're judging things in this life, whether it's people, places, things, we're actually coming from a place of judgment within ourselves. And if we're, if we're stuck in that judgment zone, we're limiting ourselves and our ability to connect almost on a faith-based system. You're creating your own energetic blockages, which is mm-hmm. why they were talking about, tell me where it feels, where, where do you feel mm-hmm. it in your body, mm-hmm. right? Where do you get the tiniest of sensations? Mm-hmm. It, 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 it is all connected to that. Wow. That's like profound. Like <laughs> how all of what we were talking about has come full circle. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I have to bring this up because it, it's so relevant right now. It feels relevant because timing works this way. I just so happened this morning to like finish an episode that I've been wanting to finish out from over the weekend and it's a series uh, that's just come out on Disney Plus called Welcome to Earth. Will Smith is hosting it. And episode number two is where he is talking about descending into dark places and discovering really cool things. So it's got a lot to do with like the things that are happening on the planet that we just don't know mm-hmm. about and all this stuff, right? Yeah. So this this microcosmic look at what we're what we can do better in this world to elevate life. And then also within our micro, you know, uh, selves. So reviewing, you know, different, what do we call it? Shadow work, right? Mm -hmm. Things that no longer serve us, these things, these traumas, things that we've stuffed in the darkness, right? So now that we're experiencing all of these things coming out into light, I feel like this quote just really is just beautiful. And it gives me shivers all over. Please read the quote. Yeah. So (laughs) he goes on this uh, journey into the ocean with, you know, some scientists and different type of technology that allows them to descend into the ocean about 2000 feet below the sea, above, below the ocean level, right? The top of the ocean level. I don't know what I'm fucking saying. Underwater. Water. Water. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, And he says, before getting into this cool machine where he's surrounded by this like plastic bubble to be able to go in there and and do this dive. Right. He talks about how he's very fearful of water. And he says as a quote, my grandmother would always say, God places the best things in life on the other side of fear. So then he descends down, you know, you can tell he's trying to overcome his fear and he's not trying Mm -hmm. to show it. You can tell that he's increasing his level of jokes that he's making, which mm. is something we all do when we're in fearful state or uncomfortable, right? If that's normally your ammo or go-to when you're in that place. And he experiences the coolest things. You'll have to go watch it for yourself. But he experiences the coolest things. And he sees the most amazing things, including these different beings that use uh, luminescence to communicate. So, which is light language. Mm, mm-hmm. So when he comes back to the surface, he repeats the quote. My grandmother would always say, God places the best things in life on the other side of fear. Then he adds to it. He also puts the brightest things in life on the other side of darkness. So much so that I only re- 
really began to see when I descended into the dark. Mm-hmm. And I get chills just even saying yeah. that out loud because Again. Mm-hmm. if you think about the things that I've learned, how the communications with my guides and things like that and, and how they've explained to me that we learn so much about what it is that we want that we descended into a lower state of dimension to have this physical experience, to learn, to taste, to love, to experience love in a whole new level that has this like connection of touch and senses to it. Um, but, but we had to descend in order to like really experience that. So also what I'm being reminded of, yes, I, I, on top, like in connection to that quote, is that as these, I'm going to call them quote unquote evils come to light, right? The discord between our quote unquote leaders, um, different countries, um, we see people doing things that we don't agree with, rightfully so, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's taking life, taking freedoms, taking the energy from people or their resources, all of these things coming to light, they may create this sense of fear and anger. And that's okay. It's appropriate. It's valid. It's what we do next with that information is most important. How do we heal? not just ourselves from experiencing the fear and the anger, but the people that are actually in it. So as we start seeing these pieces of information coming to light, it's so that we can break them down and create something new. This is actually a, back to astrology, a Plutonian energy. So our dear old Pluto, um, planet or not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Pluto. (laughs) Oh, um, Pluto moves a lot slower in our skies because Pluto is the farthest one away from the sun in our solar system. So it takes more time for Pluto to transition in different signs. I'm sure you've heard of the song, the dawn of Aquarius. If you haven't, then you haven't watched Anchorman. Oh, that song. Yeah, that's funny. The dawning of Aquarius. Yeah, the dawning <laughs> of the age of Aquarius. Excuse me. Um, quote, uh, title, I don't know. Yeah, exact words. <laughs> I love lamp. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Plutonian energy is about things coming to light things breaking down so that we can rebuild something greater for our future. For example, we see an old decrepit building on the side of the road with a whole bunch of other high rises or shopping centers coming up around it. We've got to take that old building down to create new things that work for our society in the now and in the future. Again, it's not a bad thing. It's just replacing what is no longer serving us 
with something that is in alignment for our now and our future. So we're recreating. So how about this for synchronicity with all these twos being so present in our reality at this moment today, when this airs, the numbering probably just going to post this at two twenty two in the morning. Um, the number two, two, two signifies a new beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm. We all have access to a powerful tool for creating our life experience, our mind. By choosing to focus on positive thoughts, you can create a different life. This number tells you that your positive thoughts and visualizations are about to become reality. I got this from thehabitat.com, by the way. So, so just calling to attention that we are moving into 2022. Yeah, no kidding. There is going to be <laughs> still some rough things coming up that we have to address, that we have to break down so that we can rebuild it. But we're moving more into a harmonious state, this harmonious way of life. And these transitions, it's not going to be quick. It's not going to be overnight. It's not going to be over a month or a few weeks. It's going to take a couple more years and that's okay because slow growth is still soul growth. And what a time to be here to experience Mm -hmm. this. And just to finish out my thought on Pluto, Pluto will be moving into the age of Aquarius in 2024 which gives us a little understanding of the time frame in which things will continue to be seen and heard and light shown on the dark spaces so that we can address situations that need love and correction. Um, if you about that word, um, transmutation, transmutation, uh, trajectory adjustment. Let's get back to a place of heart centeredness Mm -hmm. from, from building from a place of love and connection and realizing that we're all connected to each other and that we all impact each other, even if you don't perceive it that way. And we also impact this planet. (laughs) So (laughs) I had to throw that in there. I don't know why I feel so strongly about this right now, but I totally do. So (laughs) Awesome. I feel like I have to read this one little bit from what I was receiving this morning before our recording about judgment. So what do we judge most? We judge ourselves. Our view of ourselves is limited. When we open our awareness to the original connection with source, we begin to learn about what is unseen in this reality within us, in each of us. We begin to realize that we lash out at others, judge others, because we were doing so to ourselves. We begin to see that we are within each of us, the deeper connection to all. The collective universal energies are quantumly entangled. There is no untangling, there is only love. We begin to review how we treat others and see that it mirrors how we treat ourselves and vice versa. We recognize that it is with us that must change to experience the change. Beautiful. Last little bit. Yeah. I love it. It's all about the love. (laughs) Heart spaces. Okay. Thank you all so, so much. Uh, Please don't forget, if you 
align with this information, <laughs> go ahead and click on all those bells, whistles, subscribes, notifies, all that fun stuff. You have any questions or you have any comments, go ahead and comment down below. We have uh, one more week or I'm sorry, we are going to be closing out our holiday giveaway on the 24th. So again, this will be uh, released on the 22nd. So you've got two more days to get in there and like, share our post and tag us. You must tag us or else we won't know that, you know, please call our attention to it so that you can be included in the drawing, which will happen on December 25th. So Christmas day, we will be announcing who wins our uh, great little gift basket that we've put, uh, put together from our affiliate Picasso Jasper. So we've got our Palmza, um, or our Selenite Palmza, Homs, no, Selenite Homza Palmstone. <laughs> <laughs> our uh chakra opener meditation mala beads <laughs> our <laughs> cleansing <laughs> kit and a love always self stainless steel water bottle so you will be giving gratitude and elevating your fluid experience as you consume your water throughout the day so uh, don't forget to uh, get on our socials on Facebook or on Instagram and do that sharing and tagging today. Um, we also have, what else? Patreon. So if you want more from us, come on, love us through Patreon and we will continue to support you through there and share uh, monthly goodies with you. Um, what else? Is that uh, it? That's, that's, I think that's it. <laughs> I feel like there's probably more of it. I feel like there's something else that I can't remember. I can't freaking remember right now. <laughs> oh, we love you guys. We just really appreciate you being here and continuing to support us and share, you know, uh, our love with you. We hope that you are sharing your love with the people around you. And don't forget to share our information. If you feel like you are getting something uh, positive from us, Please share that with the people around you so that we can, you know, spread that support, spread that love and encouragement. And we can, can continue on this journey of this collective elevation uh, within the world. Let's raise this consciousness. Let's do this. Let's Let's raise do the darn thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a right. great one, everybody. And if <laughs> until after this episode, we won't see you till after the holidays. So have happy holidays. <laughs> happy holidays. <laughs> oh, we love you guys so much. And don't forget to love first. Love last. And love always. I almost <laughs> forgot. Shit. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye. listener thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment we hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection don't forget to like subscribe and follow to stay notified of new content from love always self if you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below i'm karista and i'm shira and until next time remember to love first love last and love always
Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.